Welcome to the Kingdom Influencers Podcast, where our mission is to get more Jesus online. This podcast will equip and empower ministry leaders, as well as regular, everyday Christians, to take the message of Jesus Christ throughout the digital realm. I'm your host, Leanne Fox, digital ministry coach and the creator of the Kingdom Bloggers Ministry, and I am so excited and honored to be a part of this journey with you. Let's get started. Leanne here from Kingdom Bloggers. So today I want to talk a bit about plugins for a WordPress site. This is one of the questions I get asked a lot uh, when I'm helping people build out their sites is what plugins do I absolutely need and which ones do I not need? So I'm going to kind of break down some of the ones that I would say are pretty necessary, um, most of which are free. Then I'm going to kind of dive into some that may be necessary depending, but then some that are like, hey, you really do not need these. At the end of the day, it's important to understand that your plugins, every plugin that you add to your website adds like weight and and can slow down your site. It's kind of like with your computer and things like that. When you have just too many apps running, your computer slows down, right? The processor, um, it doesn't have the energy to make everything work at once and things, programs that you do want to use seem to work much slower. So having as few plugins as possible is very, very important. This impacts your core web vitals, which is important for being able to rank, you know, for Google to be happy with your site. But also there's just a lot of stuff you just don't need. And a lot of times there are plugins that were created to do a function that you could just do manually. And the great thing is now that we have Gutenberg block editor for WordPress, a lot of the things that you had to know code like CSS and things like that for under the classic editor, you don't need to know that stuff anymore. Literally, it gives you sort of spaces to do the things and it makes it so much easier. So there's a lot of plugins you may have actually needed in the past. But now that we have the block editor and more updated themes and things like that, you just don't need all of these extra plugins. So let's kind of, I'm going to go down the list of ones that I have uh, on one of my sites. And most of my, I have three sites, if you don't know, one of them is way, way older and it has a lot more stuff on it. So there are a few extra plugins I have on that one. But for my other two sites, it's the bare minimum that you actually need to have a functioning website. And I'm going to go kind of in alphabetical order. That way, if you are following along and looking at your own plugins dashboard, you can kind of, you know, see as I'm going through them. The first one I'm going to mention is called Akismet. Now this one typically, at least it used to come pre-installed on a lot of themes that you would buy. Now themes have changed a lot in the last couple of years. Many of the way they were created before, they're not created that way anymore. And so less is better. Akismet is one that you actually do want to keep. Now they do have a free version. So, you know, when you install it, you can go with the free plan, but there is a paid upgrade as well. Now Akismet is helping to block all those ridiculous spam comments that you get. You go check. So this is if you have comments enabled on your website. Some people don't have it, but if you do have comments enabled, this will help minimize any of the, I mean, you read them and you're just like, oh my gosh, that's who would write that? Well, it's a bot, spam bot, kind of scan the whole internet looking for doorways to enter stuff. But sometimes they're really graphic and, you know, <laughs> borderline X rated. And you obviously don't want that stuff showing up on your website. And so the Akismet sort of blocks it. Also, it sends it to a filter that you can preview before actually allowing it to be vis visible on your site. Now, I do want to say like a detour here with commenting, if you have it enabled, I highly recommend that you set the settings in comment so that you have to approve each one before it displays on your site. This is sort of another added measure of protection. So you definitely want to have a Kismet installed. Now, the next couple of ones I'm going to mention, these are specific to the Astra Pro uh, theme. So if you have Astra Pro, then 
you will want to have these plugins installed. Astra Hooks, the Astra Pro plugin itself. So if you, you can use Astra, the theme by itself, but in order to have all the cool fancy functions, you got to buy the Pro. And so this is a plugin. And then with that Pro version, there are some other plugins that come with that that add to the functionality of your Pro version. Uh, Astra Widgets, anything basically with Astra in front of it that came with the Astra program, you would want to have those. The Astra Hook is basically where you will add any of your tracking codes, like your Google Analytics code, your Pinterest tracking code, anything that says add this code to your head tag. That's what the Hooks plugin is for. If you're on Cadence, you will actually install um, a headers and footers plugin or a code snippets plugin, either one of those, because there's not like a special one just for Cadence. All right, moving on. The next one you will need is a cookie notice compliant. So this is where you visit a website and you have that little pop-up that comes up and says, this website collects cookies, you accept or decline. You do need to have one of those on your site to be compliant uh, for privacy and all of that stuff. There are plenty of ones out there. I use one called cookie notice and compliance. And the and is like the and sign for GDPR, CCPA. And it is by humanity.co. Um, but that's just one of many. Like that's, I, I don't know if that one's any better than any others. So you can just install them and see if you like how they display on your site. But you do have to have one. I am only using a free version. The next one that I have is the Grow Social by Mediavine. So basically, this is your social sharing plugin. You do want to have a social sharing plugin. Not all of them are created equal. There are plenty of free ones out there, but a lot of them tend to have a lot of heavy coding on them, which can impact your core web vitals. I use the Grow Social by Mediavine. Pretty inexpensive, and it works really, really well. The next thing would be Rank Math. Some of you may use Yoast. This is your SEO plugin. You do you do need one if you're on WordPress, but I do want to caution you. You only need the free version. Yoast is always trying to get you to upgrade for all kinds of reasons. You absolutely do not need the paid version, the premium version of Yoast, nor do you need the premium or paid version of Rank Math. Whichever one that you use, all you need is the free one. And I say this as someone whose site gets about 120,000 visitors a month. So that is me saying you don't need to pay to be able to rank. And if you want to learn more about that, of course, watch some of my other videos. Okay, moving on. Short Pixel. So this is your image compression optimizer plugin with the, you know, inset of Web Core Vitals about two years ago. Image compression and optimization is very, very important. Most of the free image compression tools that we you may have used in the past simply do not do what they need to do to get your site passing from an image perspective. So I do, th there are very few plugins that I recommend that you have to pay for. Short Pixel is one of them. Um, it, it's very, very important. There are some other ones out there, I'm sure that are equally as good that are paid, but I have not found any free ones that actually do the job. The next one would be Spectra. So Spectra is a, is a plugin that increases functionality of the Gutenberg block. So basically it takes the blocks that are part of Gutenberg, right? Gutenberg is a block editor. It enables you to make them look cooler. So it just expands the function of them. And so I recommend it. It is built for Gutenberg. It used to be called um, like ultimate add-ons for Gutenberg or something like that. It was like this long name that was really hard to remember. And about a year or so ago, they changed the name to Spectra. So if you want to have increased functionality, then now I'm not saying you have to have this plugin, but if you're wanting to make your site do and look cool and all that, then this plugin would be helpful. And then the final one that I have on my site is WP Rocket. This is your caching plugin. This is the most vital thing to keep your site passing core web vitals. So again, I mentioned I only recommend a few plugins that you pay for. Short Pixel is one and WP 
rocket is the other. This is, it's just a, crucial for you to be able to pass and keep your side optimized in a way that makes Google happy. So those are literally, that's all I have on my site, y'all. Like that's it. On my kingdom site, I do have a few others. I, well, I lied. I do have one more on this site, but it's for my She Media ads. Most of you are not to that point. So therefore you don't need that. Um, and I only need it because the ad revenue company requires it. Beyond that, anything else that you have, if you have an older theme, and when I say older, I mean like two years or older you bought it before all this Web Core Vital stuff came out. A lot of those older themes came pre-installed with like a whole variety of plugins. You're like, well, it's here. I guess I need it. The truth is you don't need most of them. One of the most uh, common ones that you might see is the Monster Insights or um, Google Analytics Dashboard for WordPress, G-A-D-W-P. But Monster Insights is the most common one. I think now there's a Google Site Kit that is kind of, kind of more common. I personally do not recommend either of these. The, the Monster Insights one is used for installing your Google Analytics tracking code. But again, it's a plugin and the only purpose of this plugin is to install the code, but you don't need a plugin to do that. Um, like with Astra, uh, what, well, okay, I like the Astra Hooks plugin, but it's built into your heading. It's built into the theme itself, but it's not just for Google Analytics. The Astra Hooks or Headers and Footers plugin slash code snippets, that is where you will put everything. I have helped some people with sites in the past and they would have the Monster Insight for Google Analytics. And then they would have another plugin for the Pinterest tracking code. And then another plugin for some other tracking code. And now you got three plugins. Like that's just way too much. And so the code snippets, the Astra Hooks, the Headers and Footers plugin, whichever, again, whichever theme you're using, that is a one-stop plugin. Like every code snippet that you would need to add to your site would be added in the block provided by that plugin. And so I've seen Monster Insights fail before. I've seen it cause conflicts with other plugins. Now, one of the things people tell me is like, well, I like having it there because then when I open my WordPress dashboard, I get a snapshot of my traffic. And while that may seem like a good thing, it's actually not. If you are constantly seeing the fluctuations of your traffic on a day-to-day, -day, many times a day basis, it can actually distract you quite a bit because there are going to be normal fluctuations. And so I have a policy and I share it with my students and most of them agree. Checking it once a month so you get a bigger picture view, but not seeing it every time you log in, you're like, oh my gosh, my traffic went down or oh, yay. And you just, it's very distracting. And that's literally the only benefit of having the plugin is seeing that graph there. And so I just, I don't recommend it at all. Another plugin that seems to be common uh, pre-installed is the Jetpack plugin. That is probably one of the heaviest plugins. And, and it came pre-installed on almost every WordPress site pre two years ago. And I think it still comes with, if you're on wordpress.com, like hosted by WordPress, they, they install it. It's very, very heavy. And honestly, there's really no benefit. There's no fruitfulness that comes from using it. It has the social sharing buttons included and it connects them to, uh, for WordPress users to be able to follow your site. But even without the plugin, if they're a WordPress user and they follow your site, they're going to get notified inside WordPress anyway. But I highly recommend that you get rid of that plugin because it is very, very heavy. And there's other plugins that can do the functions, you know, having a security plugin, that might be another one you want. Um, if you do use a security plugin, I would recommend WordFence. It's very good. There is a free version. Um, but beyond that, Jetpack is just not a really good plugin to have. Beyond that, um, if you're using Divi or Elementor, of course, you would have plugins for those. As most of you know, I do not recommend Divi or Elementor. Those are builders, which means that adds a lot of CSS and coding onto your site, which makes it heavier. And 
so if your blog, if you use Divi or Elementor or something like that to maybe create sales pages, maybe I could see doing that, but your homepage and definitely not your actual blog post. Those should be created directly in the Gutenberg blog editor without any extra builders because everything you add, again, adds time to the load and that can impact your core web vitals. Um, other things, you know, balloon widgets for Instagram to where your Instagram feed shows up on your blog. That's all unnecessary. Um, it adds extra weight to your site. People go to your site to read the blog post, not to see if they want to look at your Instagram, just put a follow me on Instagram button. Let them view your Instagram on Instagram. The blog is meant for them to read, not look at all your pictures and videos and stuff. That's about it. I mean, I'm sure there's probably some other plugins. Um, if you have a commerce, like you're doing sales and things like that, some people use WooCommerce and Shopify. So obviously those have plugins associated with them. I personally do not use them because again, they are heavy. Um, you can create a beautiful storefront inside WordPress with the block and then connect it to your products on Etsy or some other place. But that's just my personal opinion. So if you are using either of those, you would have those plugins as well. But beyond that, that's it, y'all. There are really very, very few. Those first ones I mentioned at the beginning of, of this, that's all I have. And two of my site have those same exact ones, plus, of course, the She Media for the ad revenue. But beyond that, I don't add anything else. Keep your site as simple and lightweight as possible. That's going to increase the optimize speed for it, which makes Google happy for web core vital purposes. And it also, you know, can, can add a lot of load time for mobile viewing. And Google does prioritize mobile viewing. And so you want everything on mobile to be as fast and seamless as possible. I hope this helps someone. I know, like I said, I get a lot of questions about this, but they're really, y'all, keep it simple. Keep it to the bare minimum. If there are, if you have multiple plugins that do somewhat the same feature, like I was mentioning about the tracking codes, find a single plugin that can do all of it and that way you can get rid of a few of them. If you can do something manually on your site, then do it. Don't get a plugin to do it for you. I have seen, especially recently with a lot of the updates that have happened, where certain plugins just cause all kind of issues. I actually had one, even with the few that I do have, I installed the update for, you know, it always has updates. I installed it and then it was causing conflict with another plugin that I had. And I had to wait for that plugin to install its update so the two of them could be compatible together. And so the fewer of them that you do have on your site, the less likely you are to have these issues. But again, you could still have them. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us this week. Be sure to come again for our next episode where we continue diving into all things digital discipleship. If you haven't already, be sure to follow us here on the podcast and leave a review. Let us know what you think. Share it with a friend. Our goal here is to build digital disciples everywhere. Remember, if you are not using the internet to influence others towards Jesus, the enemy will surely use it to influence them away from him. All right, everyone. God bless and have a great week. Bye-bye.